in a universe very much like your own, dear listener. Four beings of immeasurable power connected over discord to create a galaxy. These beings possess the power to create a gift given to them through years of reading literature, and for a very helpful manuscript gifted to one of them through purchase on the Lame Mage Productions website for nine US dollars and ninety-nine cents. The four were amazed at the power they wielded, and in their hubris created with impunity. The sessions were three, and at the end of their dizzying task, the four beings stepped back to examine their work and said that it was good. The earth is the cradle of humanity, but mankind cannot stay in the cradle forever. Tsiolkovsky. Jordan. Yes. You are the lens. Okay. What is your focus? I think I want to focus on the empire. That's a broad topic. Okay. Um, The creation of the empire? Okay. So we've kind of like... We've kind of like mentioned that it happened, right. uh, but we haven't really talked about how, why, who's all involved. Um, so I think that's important. Good, I, I'm, I'm, that's a good one. Um, okay, so you you can create up to two things if they are um, connected to each other. So go ahead and make something. Okay. Um... Can I just create a period for this? If you want, yeah. Okay. So, like, the formation of the Empire or something? Yeah. Uh, It should probably happen before... Before intergalactic trade? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because there is a... Even in, like, um, the period start... There is the Empire invades several planets with interstellar tech. So oh, yeah, you're right. we can create a new period. We can create a new period in between period start and intergalactic trade begins. Okay. Um, and just like recognize, I can move the event, the period invades right. several, or Empire invades several planets into that period because that makes more sense. I think I just want to create the one thing for now, and then I'll create this another thing at the end. Okay. Because that's how that works, right? Yes. You can do that. So Jordan created the Empire is Formed, period. Um, So it is, uh, Demi, your turn to um, make something. And remember, of course, that the uh, whatever you create has to be central to um, Jordan's focus. Okay, so I basically have to go inside what she just did in that period. You don't have to go inside that period. Whatever you create just has to deal with or has to do with the empire, um, uh, and and its formation. But like, if you wanted to do something a thousand years beforehand, or like something looking at at it later, a thousand years later, you know, it doesn't have to be within the period. The empire invades on the command of the newly coronated queen heir to celebrate her ascension to the imperial throne. I have one thing. It's not a correct. It's not like a correction or anything. That's fine. Um, 
if she's if she's in charge of an empire, I think she'd be an empress. You're right. Not a queen. Thank you. You're right. Thank you. That was very important. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Um, okay. Does this take place before the Empire invades several planets with interstellar attack or after? Um, after. It's kind of like uh, when new queen empress becomes queen to like... Okay. She gives the command for the Empire to start invading several planets. Okay, so it's like um, it's like the Empire has has already been a thing, obviously, because she's not the Empress yet, but will be. And then, and so they invade a bunch of planets, and then when she becomes the Empress, we're kind of setting up like, she is the one who will make this great, or whatever. And she does this thing. Yeah, so it was kind of like it was kind of like in the works in the Empire, you know, like they're kind of yeah. deciding like what what's gonna be like her first like I guess command as queen to like you know set up her like reputation and like her great her grand action that will demand the respect of her king of her empire, and it's kind of like yeah. yeah. It's sort of like it's sort of like Rome before Julius Caesar. Yeah. Yeah, so as she becomes queen, her first order of business is to expand the empire, and that's kind of what sets the whole taking over the planets in motion type thing. All right. Uh cool. Okay. So that would mean it is now my turn. Um so I'm going to. Here's an idea. I, I think this is what this is what I'm going to do. It's going to be sort of related. It is going to be sort of related. Um. So bear with me here. So I'm creating a period called "Humans Are Marooned in Space, Thirty Light Years from Earth," and I think what happens here is that the human race. Um, got to this sector of space somehow that they were not in control of. And that has been severed somehow. Um, someone can expand upon that later. But, and so they're kind of trapped here. And I think some of them become the Empire. Okay. Cool. Uh, are we saying that the Empire is going to be like an amalgamation of everything, of like all of the different races then, or? I think so. I think what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that the, it's kind of driven by, by these now marooned humans who are kind of like needing a, needing to establish themselves rather quickly uh, now that they're cut off and they kind of make alliances with some shady characters from different species. And that's how the Empire started. Ah. All right. So that's my contribution. Oh, and I think I think we forgot to put uh, uh, a 
mood for the Empire is formed period. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Empire invades on the command of the newly coronated Empress Apparent to celebrate her ascension to the Imperial throne. I think all three are dark, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I guess the Empress ascension could be seen as a light because it's, it's celebratory, even though it's kind of fucked up. Okay. If that's you're the one who created it, if you think it's light, you can make it light. From the Empire's perspective, it's light. But I guess... <laughs> <laughs> the victor writes the history, so... Rome was co- going around conquering a bunch of people, which was objectively bad for those people. But, like, we still look back and be like, wow, Rome accomplished so much. Right. So, so <laughs> yeah. 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 Go ahead and write light on it if you want. That's fine. Taking a new spin on it. Yep. I guess kind of old spin but like you know moral relativism (laughs) we will celebrate our queen our empress's accomplishments you're the empress i didn't vote for you uh andrew it's your go so i kind of want to play off of what you did here gavin um so i'm gonna within this like humans being marooned in space i'm thinking that once again we want to think about what our first interaction since we're talking about like sketchy or more like you know not real really uh trustworthy folk that our humans are getting involved with before or at the beginning of this i kind of was thinking that well okay never mind um I was thinking that they can interact with the Esdes first because one of our key points is saying uh, that they lose their home world because of their interstellar travel accident. Mm. So maybe that sector of space or like they kind of happen upon each other within this time period. So maybe this would be an event, correct? That I'm putting in. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. You want to not, yeah, underline or bold that. Mm-hmm. I like this too because the the period start we didn't even we didn't bring up that humans are around at all, right? So yeah, this very well could be like this could be like first contact. Yeah, because last time when I tried putting in that first contact thing, it didn't really like fit in the time period. But I think this would work a lot better. Because it's still, like, really important for the human race, I think. So this would be good. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Oh, cool. We'll put this as uh, light for now. Yeah. Yeah. Two two maroon species finding each other. It's poetic. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's very nice. (laughs) I dig it. It's very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Jordan, it's your, uh, it's your job to close this out, um, as the, as the lens. So I kind of wanted to make a scene so that we could play a scene, but I have a really good event, I feel like, so I'm going to do that instead. That's fine. We'll get to, I'm sure we'll get some scenes. And scene. How do you spell this, Demi? Spell what? There's no T, it's not T-C-H, it's T-H. Oh. 
J N T H. Yes. Yes. Okay. Demi's just trying to be extra with the spelling, so... No, it's fine. I love it. I appreciate Icelandic for making their J's make Y sounds. So. <laughs> okay, so I said humans and Esdes form an alliance with the Vosinth and begin the seeds of a centralized government. Ah. Ooh, good. That's good. I was gonna put... Um, Andrew, your race in there too, but then I remembered that they're sort of not getting along with the Esdes, so that didn't really make sense. It's all good. I'm about so to do I something with that. that. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Okay. Okay, so now that uh oh, and is that light or dark, uh, Jordan? Oh. Um, I'm gonna say light. We haven't really reached yeah. the point of them doing anything bad yet, so Everyone's getting along. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now that we've now that we've done that, um, now it is uh, Andrew's turn to create a legacy. Oh, does it? Is it anything to do? It has to do with the our current lens, right? No. Oh, no, okay. it does not. That is that is the benefit of the of the legacy. So you can take a look at anything that has been created so far and focus in on it on your own. Um, and you'll you'll put it up at the top here where we've got the other legacies uh, and pick like a color to highlight it with. Okay. Um, and so basically, you you pick a thing that you you want to explore a little bit more, and then um, create a. Uh, event or something having to do with that okay like i created a little scene um uh demi created an event for theirs right so yeah right persuaded okay yeah yeah yeah. uh man that's hard okay yeah it does have to be something that appeared in play this already yeah right okay um i i does it have to be added new, or can it be just something that's already been? No, it says specifically, uh, the player looks back through what happened during this focus and picks something to be a legacy. Okay. It has to be something that appeared in play this round, okay, got either for the first time or re- reappearing from earlier in the game. Is that legible? For the people who for this who, for whom this is an audio medium, yeah. uh, Andrew has created a legacy about humans and SDFs form an alliance with the Vosinth. And begin the seeds of a centralized government. The thing that Jordan just said. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So to be. God, why is this gotta be so hard? Um, sorry, I'm struggling <laughs> today. Brain's not firing on all cylinders. Um, <sighs> Wake up. Yeah. Why don't you put on a little makeup? Right. So this event will say uh, peace talks. Peace talks between uh, cultures, breeds, technological technological advancement, and political uh, wide political gain. Does that work, or is that not specific enough? Um, I think I think it's I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I think so too.
Okay. So that completes that turn. Um, now it is, Andrew, you are the, now the lens. Okay. And you will tell us your focus. Okay. Tell us! Um, so our, my focus here is going to be a new period. And, um, we are going to take a look at the war between the Concred and the jagger which will oh, yeah. which will lead to the um alliance between hopefully between uh the uh Esdes and the concred towards the end of their war so we're going to put um concred so because this is the empire's already formed concred fights against uh, the Jagger army, uh, of a, of there. This sounds more like a event. Yeah. I yeah. The more, right. the more you, the more you, uh, the more you uh, like Type. elaborate. Well, you could create the period. Yeah. 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 That's the con yeah. like the concrete and the, and mm -hmm. the Jagger war. And then you could create a, uh, an event within that because you are the focus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or you're yeah, the yeah, lens. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's better. Thank you. War. Yes. It's about what is it good for? Money. Uh, sorry. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, so Jagger, um, the event is, uh, okay. So then with an event on the inside of this period, so the period is Jagger and conquered war. And then on the, an event within it, conquered a lie with the Asdes to gain an upper hand in the war against the Jagger. Okay. So the focus is is the same as the period. Yes. Okay. So the focus is and the period, then, and then I threw an event in there as well. Okay, and make sure you tell us whether yes. or not the period and the event are light or dark. I have a feeling. Oh, you're gonna say light. Okay, yes. for that one. Uh, so he's put conquered an ally with the Esdes is light, and the Jagger and conquered war is dark. Um. Yeah, that that, may, that makes sense. Um, a bit of cl bit of clarification just for me, so that I know how to create. Um, is the are the is this alliance between the uh, species as a whole, or is the empire? poking their fingers in here somewhere i feel like the empire because the empire is kind of an amalgamation of all the races i feel like the empire has something to do with this which is why so the way i see it is that the jagger are invading the concrete and the result of this will end depending on how you guys look at it will end with like the concrete becoming uh nomadic like we've discussed in the rate in the races uh history um, uh, okay. And so the war causes the conqueror to leave, but they gain an alliance with the Esdes. So, but the empire has sent the Jagger over to conquer the conquered because they're just big, dumb lizards. So it should be easy. Okay. Okay. I have created an event called the empire enlists the help of space pirates to fight as mercenaries. Um, 
and the the thinking is i think that how this event play like works is that um the empire right now is still kind of just like um is still just like uh humans and esdes um and now the congred so this is where I think the uh, some of the other races that make up the empire are going to come from, and that's their like space pirate crews uh, that uh, just get get fi- or fight as mercenaries and gain like um, esteem through th- rising through the ranks of the empire uh, until they're like top brass. And they're good. And that that is to Jordan's liking because it's what they added to the palette. So, space pirates, mm-hmm. space pirates, literal pirates in space. With, yes, yes. Fulfilling I think, my uh, treasure planet dreams. Yes, and I think it's dark because I think it's dark because up until this point, um, the this early fledgling empire is kind of like starting to become a, a player um but like you know the it, with the centralized go- forming centralized government it's like oh you know they're, they're just a cool thing and then they're like no we're gonna ally with space pirates uh who like key haul and like murder people and are pretty savage and brutal um and so they're gonna change it's gonna change like the dynamic of how the the war happens and like the uh code of conduct i'm about it all right uh it is i believe uh demi's all right i think i want to like add to the um jagger and conquered war period and what i'm going to do uh demi is also written again for the people for whom this is an audio medium (laughs) Uh, the Esdes conquer the Jagger uh, people for access to their abundant resources, but are thwarted. Um, okay. And you said dark? Yeah. I mean, no, I guess that's light. Yeah, that's light. It's light from the perspective of the Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> this time, they were thwarted. And it was a simple miscalculation because the Jagger people were underestimated. But... The next attempt may not be so fortunate. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. All right, Jordan, uh, you are up. Okay. Um, I want to create a scene with the space pirates because I think that sounds fun. <laughs> but I haven't awesome. created a scene before, so I need help. Okay. So basics for creating a scene. Um, so the scene is going to revolve around a question that we need answered. Um, so, uh, it's going to have to, you want it to be like a, a question that actually requires us to, you know, play out to figure it out. Um, not something that could be like answered immediately or is apparent because of other things that we've stated already. Um, you... Uh, step two will be setting the stage, so you'll you'll describe kind of what's going on around in the scene, um, so that we know kind of uh, where we are, what's happening. 
Um, then step three will be choosing the characters. Uh, you may specify one or two characters who must be played in the scene. Uh, you can also name one or two characters no one is allowed to play. Um, that's just a way that you know you can, can kind of control um, what happens to to some degree. After we've picked characters um, and described them a little bit, then we're going to reveal our thoughts as those characters. Um, so, you know, like a, a little statement about how what your character is thinking as the scene starts. And then we play it until the question is answered. Okay. Um, I guess I just really want to know, like, how the Empire got the space pirates on their side. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, like, framing it as a question. Um, I... Yeah, how would... Would, would you uh, phrase that better? I would phrase it... Because um, I, I think enlist is too... Is not descriptive enough. Um, okay. Like, because... Are we just going to be like signing, you know, documents or whatever? Um, I think more so, you know, it's how does the empire persuade them or coerce them or, uh, you know, because then then that like tells us that we're trying to get the opinions of the the space pirates and not just like, right? Know, how did this happen? Well, we signed some papers. <laughs> And then they paid us money. Um, okay. Yeah. How did the Empire persuade the Space Pirates to help? I think that is uh, a reasonable question. Um, so now uh, you're going to set the scene. What's happening? Where are we? That sort of thing. Okay. So um, the Empire has boarded the main ship. Um, on a pirate fleet, a fairly large one, and is speaking to the Commodore. That's what it's called, right? The leader of a fleet of ships? If It is if you say it is. I think it's called a Commodore, right? I think that's what they called it in Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's <laughs> not enough information <laughs> for me to be correct. Yeah. Um. It is in British naval in in British naval at least. <laughs> right. In, in America, in America, you're an admiral, but oh. you, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it a commodore. Fuck America. Um. And uh, they're in um negotiations. Um. So I'd say we have. A human um, representative, an Esdes representative, obviously the pirate commodore. Um, well, you just I would say I would say make a couple of characters that have to exist, right? Uh, and let us come up with the rest. Okay, so more just a representative for the empire and then the uh commodore for the pirates and i feel like that's all we need to have um and nothing yeah. is off limits okay you don't want us to you, you don't care 
if there's any you okay. could be a literal <laughs> fly on the wall if you want okay all right so next we we're going to create characters and i think just to uh make it easier or f- more fair i think um you should pick your character last jordan yeah uh, so we'll go we'll go andrew will make a character first and then i will and then demi and then jordan i would like to be a the representative's uh right hand man or assistant um the representative from the empire sorry not specific enough yeah um, okay uh and now more specifically like what what species oh i am going to be a human for this a human yes okay so you're the human you're the human right hand of uh the imperial representative um okay i um i guess i will be the uh commodore and i think this character is um i'm definitely getting like goosh vibes so they're a goosh um but they have like a very big hat (laughs) that they're they're proud of like goosh are like gelatinous so they're don't they don't like he doesn't really need clothes but he does have a hat just to make sure that everyone in the room knows who the fuck he is um okay uh uh demi all right i will be the asdes representative so so jordan jordan said that the two required characters one is the commodore one is an imperial representative uh, uh wasn't specific on on okay. who that person you can say you're the imperial representative who happens to be an estes if you wanted to okay cool i'll be that imperial representative okay and anything you want to tell us about this character before you reveal thoughts of course um this imperial representative I, I don't know. I don't think any of the Esdes... Wait, are there Esdes in the Empire? I mean, I guess there could be some that, like, straggled or, like... Yeah, well, yeah, because we established the humans' first interaction with the Esdes while marooned in space, and they form an alliance with the Vosinth and become the seeds of centralized government. So I think right. there's definitely... They're an integral member of the Empire. They don't... The species as a whole isn't part of the empire but there's definitely a branch of esdes who are imperial okay actually actually i fixed that okay yes the um imperial representative will be esdesi um when i say that this um esdesi person is disillusioned they are disillusioned from the um i guess like the religious extremist um viewpoints of like heart like hardcore like as deaths that are still part of like the as death civilization. Okay. So they're like a they're like a religious renegade. Yeah. So um Okay. Um Yeah, there's more to it, but that's what's going on with them. Sure, 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 sure. Uh okay, Jordan. Uh who are you playing? Um I will play a random cabin boy on the ship. 
Um, nice, nice, he nice. is human and he keeps putting his opinion in, even though nobody asked because he's literally a cabin boy. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So now, now we reveal thoughts. Uh, so Andrew, you'll start and we'll go in the same order. Uh, what is your, what is your character thinking about in this moment when the scene starts? I think he is thinking that he is. Um, worked really hard to get where he is today. This meeting is going to be a defining moment in his career or their career where um, if this goes the way that it's supposed to, maybe he won or they can one day have a uh, BA uh, ambassador themselves. But um, they're just hoping that everything goes well with these talks with the goosh pirate. All right. Uh, the, the Commodore um, is definitely thinking about he he wants to make a, a shitload of money from this, and uh, he he wants to be able to just like have the Empire leave him alone about you know how he uh, treats prisoners because he's very he's like really into torturing, <laughs> um, just to just like get money get money kill kill or flay folks uh is is his motivations um all right demi all right um this as des is basically um um wanting to bring uh superior like technological um advancement to the situation and uh wants to basically yeah that's their whole deal they just want to add technology to make the empire as great as possible okay and cabin boy uh he's just thinking about how excited he is to be a captain one day with his own very big hat (laughs) okay (laughs) all right uh so so yeah, we, we have we have the setting of the scene. We have all of the characters. Uh, so all we have to do um, now is uh, start the scene. And um, yeah, who wants who's who's starting it? Uh, sir, your uh, two o'clock is in for that meeting about uh, the war with the Jaegers. Are you uh, you ready, or do, should I tell him to wait outside? I bust the door open. This is my ship. I won't be kept outside of my own ship. Now you fools have seemed fit to board me. So tell me what it is that you want. Yeah, let my Commodore on. He's in charge here, not you guys. That's right. Now what's all this about? I'm speaking to I'm speaking to you specifically behind the big desk. That's my desk. What are you doing in my desk? Damn me. I'm wait, talking to you. Wait, I'm behind the desk. Oh, I didn't, yes. I didn't know I was behind the desk. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Y'all. Well, you're the you're the ambassador, so yes. I figured you'd be behind my desk. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> I am here to let you know that your technological advancements here are a little are a little underwhelming. I am here to bring my expertise and my radiant intellect to allow your em- this empire to blossom above all the other civilizations. 
In the meantime, that means that I will be the one sitting at this desk. Because it needs to be... It needs to be me. Sorry, buddy. So my cannons are a little rusty. I don't see what that has to do with anything. Yeah, and... You can't just come onto my ship and tell me what technology I need. What's yeah, this about? Sorry. I thought you were done. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done now. Yeah, pirates aren't supposed to be fancy. Um, you may be the one living in this pirates aren't supposed to be fancy fantasy. However, um, we have things to do out here. And as the space technology advances, um, that means that we could far more easily be killed by opposing forces, and I'm here to help keep you alive. Just imagine, with better weapons, with better armor plating, with everything, you can pillage more, you can claim more, and you can pirate more. And don't pirates just want more? Isn't that the point of being a pirate? And what about money? Yeah, let's talk numbers. I, I can handle this, Captain Bitch. I can handle this. What what about the numbers, huh? You mean the cost? No, uh, what? what? You come into my ship, you tell me that I need to advance my technology. I don't even know what that means. What do, I, what do you want from me? Are you making an offer? I am making an offer. I do not believe in the traditions of my people, and I... Really, really just want to get away, okay? I want to set out on my own and show that as a SDES, I can be complete without having to be killed by a stupid, dumb, true vessel, okay? I'm a true will, and I'm not, I'm not getting killed, okay? So I want to get away from this shit, and I want to bring what I know Ew, Human! Um, I, uh, sir, I, are, are... Don't we need these pirates to uh, help with the uh, the struggle that's happening on the Jager world or the Jagger world? We we kind of need them to, you know, give us some extra muscle, right? Did you think we should maybe be like a little bit nicer to him? Uh, okay, I yeah, I guess you have a point. I'm sorry. I guess I was like caught up in my own. Um... Yeah, you just started monologuing on my ship. Nobody monologues on my ship but me. I'm wearing the hat. It's been a very rough couple of weeks, okay? Okay, listen. Like, Is that everything alright? Uh, well, I'm... This is not important. Okay, however, we, in terms of numbers, if you help us with our, um... Establishing ourselves on the... Um, Jaeger homeworld, you shall be met with riches and technology beyond your wildest dreams. However, all we want are just some ample resources, um, to, you know, do what we do, and you can literally have the rest. So this is very, very for your benefit as well. Very well put, sir. <laughs> now, uh, I, uh, I hear that the rules of the Empire are pretty strict. Does this mean I'm going to become some sort of vassal of the state beholden to her empress's uh, laws? That would be in your best interest. Um, I would advise you that it is very 
unwise to oppose our empress. Ugh, cabin boy, I've heard enough of this. I'm gonna go flay some prisoners. Well, before you go slay some prisoners, I would just like you to know that you should heed these words. Um, you are either with us or you are against us. And you do not want to be against us because the empress of our empire has never known defeat. And it probably won't be at the hands of you. So... A true pirate is beholden to no man. You give us freedom or we give you nothing. Uh, we will... We'll... Um... Okay, I guess... I, I guess I really shouldn't go with that approach. If you want to continue pirating freely, you should be at the behest of our empress. You know, like I said, um, with your very quaint weaponry and your very more quaint defenses, um, it is not a good idea to deny the wishes of our empress. It's not a threat. I don't like threats from authority figures. It is not a threat. It is simply a very, very, very precise promise that just heed, heed. Help us, help us with the Jaegers, and you can go, you know, we'll just stamp a little, little Imperial sticker on your ship or whatever, and you can do whatever you want. Um, but, hmm. you know, you can be a pirate, you'll just be a pirate for the Empire. So I can, I can loot and pillage the Jaegers as much as I want, and you guys won't say anything? As much as you want, as long as you do not touch the resources that we are going there for, everything else is is all yours. Hmm. All right, you drive a hard bargain, you weirdo. But uh, get the hell off my ship, and uh, and 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 we'll do this. I, I've had a I've had an inkling to attack the Jaegers for quite some time. Interesting. I'm glad to see that our interests align. You have made a very wise okay. choice today. I think that that's answered the question. Yeah. So yeah. that ends the scene. New! New season, new universe, new cast, new music, new website, new, new. We are back in the saddle again and ready to share the wonders of Roll Warrior storytelling with our adoring masses. All ten of you. Because of this glow up of newness, now more than ever is time for you to join our elite group of patrons like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. For $5 a month, you get that bonus content. We are talking about bonus episodes not released to the Gen Pop, a direct line of communication to the cast so you can chat with us and find out what alcoholic beverages I prefer, or how many times Demi has been duped into the Church of Scientology. The answer might shock you. We would love to see your financial support so we can keep the lights on and keep doing what we love. To join, go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors and hit subscribe. We also have a Twitter at Roll Warriors, so you can tweet at or about us all hours of the day and night. Lastly, the website is currently being updated. Once complete, you will be able to follow along in the story to find out what a goosh is. See the document we are in all annoyingly typing in on this episode and learn more about the cast and characters. There will also be links to game materials we are using so you too can create worlds like deities. A run through the apocalypse RPG that is legacy. Alright. That's very nice. 
I mean, also, you can also put... Dot, dot, dot. Those pirates sold out. Subtly threatened death as well. Because that's kind of... Subtly. (laughs) Subtly. (laughs) Those pirates really sold out. I'm disappointed in them. But there was no other way. Yeah, they were really good at people. Also, the captain's a goosh, so... Selling out's kind of his favorite thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. His cabin boy will not be like that. Yeah. Um... We'll 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 see if we decide to explore that crew at a, at a later date. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, Jordan, you made a scene, so I think it is back to our uh, lens to close out this particular um, turn. Cool. So it sounds like with the. Um, uh, so I'm going to make one more event like to kind of end the the war. Uh so with the assistance from the Goosh Pirates, the um Esdes and Concred are able to conquer the Jagger world for the closing event for this lens. So you can just say con- uh you don't have to say are able to yeah. you can just say conquer. Yeah. Keep it short. Everyone's been spelling Esdes differently than it is on the sp- spreadsheet. I thought it was <laughs> Oh, it's a dash, not a okay. Yeah. Whoops. Oh, and it's it is a and dash. it's E S it's E S dash D E Z. Oh jeez. Oh. Not E Z uh, uh, apostrophe D E S. It's Estes. Estes. It's been spelled like four different <laughs> times. I think I made one that was Estes build a prototype engine that explode killing thousands, and I spell it that way and then right after it's spelled incorrectly and then we've been spelling it all wrong i'll I'll go in through the document and 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 fix it all i think i got you covered everywhere except for the legacy uh demi's legacy and your legacy dang it (laughs) it's 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 everywhere i know (laughs) why they are very integral it's funny because i was like um i was thinking about it's like damn (laughs) there's not a fucking fortisan Anywhere. I know. Oh shit! I I don't know. We haven't really talked about Fielnil either. No. They haven't. They haven't done anything. I knew. I knew the Marina were not going to be anywhere because they're yeah, very very like we could include them at some point, yeah. but in this in this timeline, if we wanted to. But I think they're largely outside of global politics. Well, they're kind of landlocked, yes, aren't I, they? Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Waterlogged. <laughs> no space technology to speaks of. I think I got them all. <laughs> there was a lot of them. <laughs> yes, it was. Jeez. I'm sorry I didn't say something sooner. That's no, all right. Oh. So there's there's one more. Where? Up in the up in Demi's Demi's legacy. It's spelled as des. Oh. And then s des <laughs> right after. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> that's that's funny. I hope the I hope the uh misspellings conversation ends up in the podcast episode. We can a abri- abridged version. <laughs> abridged version. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. whole conversation was yeah. too long. Yep. Um <laughs> just as a uh uh an FYI in case anyone was curious. Um so humans are marooned in space 30 light years from Earth. Uh, so 30 light years um, at sublight speeds 
like 120 miles per hour takes 168 million years to traverse dang so it's quite a distance yeah that's that's just to give that's just to give you guys a a perspective on how far away this is from earth andrew is the thing about the conquering of the jagger world lighter dark oh thank you Uh, we'll call that dark yeah, it seems pretty dark to me. If the if the period as a whole is dark, most of it. There should be more there should be more dark events and scenes than there are light events and yeah. scenes. Unless we're like, man, this war's a drag. Let's just focus on the good stuff. Right. Sounds familiar. Jordan, I think you haven't created a legacy, so it would be your turn to create a legacy. Okay. I had one and then I totally forgot. Oh, okay. Oh, no! <laughs> no, I remember now. Okay. One second. I'm going to write it down in case I forget in the time it takes me to... Type it out? Yes. Okay. I know that sounds so stupid, but I'm, like, really tired. I'm going to write it down before I write it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to write down what my event for the legacy was going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. In case enough. I forgot why I made that the legacy. So your legacy is, with the assistance from the Goosh Pirates, the Conquered, and Esdes, conquer the Jagger world. Yeah, and then I'm just adding an event to that. That's how this works, right? That's what yeah, I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you can, um, like, it doesn't, the legacy doesn't necessarily have to do with the lens, but it does have to be something that took, that we covered in the, it's, it's weird, like, like as an example, if if my legacy was like the goosh captain that we did that we did in the scene, like that has nothing to do with he doesn't really have anything to do with the the lens, but right. like if I wanted to talk more about him, you know that would be a good legacy. Okay, so, but so that can be my legacy though, like that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can okay. use that as your legacy if you want to. And then my event for that legacy is um, several Concred leaders officially join the Empire. Cool. start again um and so it, it is me i am now the lens hi i am now the lens um <laughs> so i want to do something completely different now because we haven't talked about this in the palette or from the palette yet and i want to um so my focus is going to be organic spaceships. I want to I want to know about them. I want us to focus on them. So I am going to put I think in probably in the period start where interstellar colonization begins. 
I think I'm going to put like in between while civilizations race to space, elites from several planets plot behind the scenes to seize control and as des build a prototype engine that explodes killing thousands in between those two events. I am going to create bear with me an event called Fortizan discover leviathans in space and utilize them to travel the stars and that i think is that's that's light i, I mean they're there it's like a co it's like a cooperative relationship um where uh you know the, the leviathans get the protection of having some uh you know symbiotic organisms on there scrubbing their scrubbing their extremities and uh the fortisan get to travel in space with uh big big living ships um so that's my uh event and i don't really have a scene to go into that so i'm gonna pass and move on to somebody else uh which would be um i believe demi yes so i think this is the first one that we've done where the the focus is doesn't create a period so we can we're talking about we're talking about uh organic spaceships they can happen anywhere in the timeline go crazy Ooh, ooh. okay so do i do a legacy on wait okay hold on i'm slightly confused i'm sorry so so the the lens or the focus is organic spaceships where you have an entire timeline to to look or to, uh, to explore about organic spaceships you know it, you could create an event or a period or uh you know a scene within an event that's already been created that has to do with organic spaceships of some some sort they can be they can, it can be just something that they're a part of it can be all about them um you know just yeah i just want to i just want to explore them a little bit more now when you say organic spaceships you mean like like living spaceships like they're like spaceships yes. but they're also like biological creatures yes okay okay <clears throat> so um Okay, I'm going to do an event. I kind of want this to have happened, or at least the first instance of biological spaceship. You can't create anything that happens before the period start yeah. of interstellar colonization begins. So that's that's kind of hard if you're trying to make an origin for them, because the Fortisan discovered some. Yeah, okay, so I guess I don't, don't really need to make an origin for them. Um, I'm sorry I created a tough one. <laughs> No, no, this is good. I just, like, I want to make sure that it's, that it's, like, it's like the period placement is what's getting me, because I just want it to be... Right, right. Well, maybe tell us, maybe tell us what you're thinking, and uh, we can all kind of decide where that logically should fit in the timeline. Okay, um, I was kind of thinking that the um, biological spaceships can kind of be, like, a form of, like, like space menace that all of the uh, civilizations have to deal with and it might be a little late for this um but i was kind of wanting to think that like interference of these like 
biological spaceships are kind of also what brought the civilizations together to, like, band into the Empire as well, if that makes sense. Like, kind of, like, creating a, like, united front against them. Or it's kind of like a catalyst for it. Um, so, I guess you could say the period, I would probably put it as Empire is formed. Yeah, then yeah, I guess you have to decide where it falls within these events that are in there. Right. So, I was thinking... Um, human, I was thinking, like, maybe it, it could be part of the humans are marooned in space 30 light years from Earth, like, kind of around the time when humans and us death form an alliance with oh. to begin the seeds oh. of centralized government, and it's like they all kind of band together because these biological spaceships have been a problem for everyone, and they, like, okay. needed a way to fight them. Okay, so I would put that bit then between the yeah humans' first interaction with the SDS while marooned in space, while marooned in space, and then they form an alliance. So that's where I'd put that that event is between those two events. Okay, so they're gonna start by attacking the Vojinth. I, I like that. That gives that gives us a reason for why the Vojinth are joining up with the humans and SDS right after it. Yeah, and then. Is it uh is this a light of event or a dark event? Dark. So uh I kinda wanna wanted I kinda wanted to choose the Vochins, uh, because I know while they're very like a largely peaceful um civilization, um, and don't offer much in mu- in much of like offensive attack strategy. Um but the biological spaceships, the only reason the Vochenth survived that attack is because they have their little, like, singing ability, which for some, like, sure. which can, like, pacify them lo- uh, long enough um, for, for escape. Yeah, I think that might have been cool to, s- to see as a scene, um, but... Oh, we can do it. Well, now we know. Now we kind of know how it, it plays out. Yeah. Uh, that would that would have been cool to do as a scene. Okay, I thought it might have been too complicated as a scene, but maybe not. Yeah, it's 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 okay. It's it's one of those things where it's like a it's a lesson in in how much do we do we elaborate while we're creating events. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So that's that's Demi's uh, uh, Jordan. It is your turn. Okay. Okay. So I put humans harvest organic tech to bring sustainable oxygen farms to their own ships. Interesting. So they're like taking these, they're taking like shit out of these spaceships, these living spaceships. Yeah, I figure since the Fortisan were like kind of a big part of their like creation or like how they came to be a little bit it makes sense that they would probably have like some kind of plant life on them. Yeah. That is somehow connected to the yeah, ship. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe too. And I don't think I I think the Fortisan didn't maybe didn't maybe create them, but more just like found them right. out in space and were like, "Hey. Yeah. These are cool." All right, cool, cool, cool. I like that. Now 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 we've in, now we've established that like they can be used for other things other than just tr- transport. There's right. a whole, there's going to be a whole industry around organic spaceships. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Andrew, uh, 
be your go. Okay, I'm going to take a step back and go back to where the Fortison discover Leviathans in space. So uh, I'm going to make a scene, actually. And I want to ask the question, how did the Fortison discover to com- how to commune with the Leviathans in order to... Interesting. Um, for space travel use, uh, if that makes sense. And all I need as far as people who are there is the first two Fortizan people. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, set this scene up for us. Uh, describe what it looks like and, st- and stuff. Be a DM for a second. All right. So we're... After discovering one of these leviathans, um, from my under, so Gavin, this is a question I actually have for you. How large are these things? Like, could it land on a planet? Um, I think I think it cannot land on a planet, not because of the size, but because they would be killed by the atmosphere. Okay. Um, I like they don't they breathe they breathe space dust essentially. I, um, I see. Okay. So, I, but I, I think that they're, I think they're roughly like, it's hard to describe scale uh, when we don't have like spaceships to, they're definitely bigger than a, than a, a human space shuttle. Um, yeah. So it, it's like having like a space cruiser. Like yeah. A large... and, and they've come in, they come in various sizes too, because, because, you know, they're, they get bigger with age. I think, I think they're just like, it's like a goldfish where like there's no they just keep growing to fit their environment until they die. Yeah. So there's some that are really big. Uh but the average one is probably uh yeah, like a like a a star destroyer. Yeah, I got you. Okay. So I the way I I am imagining this is that their first interaction with one would be that it just happens to fly by they're close enough to the planet where it is very visible to the uh, to the Fortizan. And so, um, miraculously, one of them has discovered a way of communicating via their affinity for um, plant life, I guess. Because that's the Fortizan's deal, right? Yeah. So, yeah, more, more of a, like telepathic communication with um with the leviathan well, be, itself like well be, be careful before you answer your question right yeah okay anyways that's <laughs> that's what I, that's it there's somebody who could communicate with a leviathan and that's one of the people that's going to be played and then there are other people there cool okay um all right so so that's you've set the scene uh you've told us who the characters have to be uh, so now we're going to go around and pick characters and I am starting and I am going to be, I am going to be the Leviathan's parent. Ooh. I, th- yeah, I think, I, I think that the, I think that the, nobody has to play the Leviathan, uh, that in question, I think that there is, that this this Leviathan flew too close to the planet because it's a juvenile um and didn't know better. So, I am going to play this Leviathan's parent and uh yeah. Yep. 
cool i think that's all i needed to say about my character uh for now all right demi okay um oh my god i don't know who i want to play um i really enjoy playing vochimp i want to be another vochimp so i will just see how that fits in there okay well all right, so elaborate. Who is this Votion then? No, without describe, without telling us what they're thinking, just like who are who are they? Okay, um, this Votion. Okay, so this is a this is a concerned Votion uh, who is like feeling out whether like we should be like interacting with Leviathans and just wanting to, like, observe the potential dangers of whatever is happening right now. Um, I, I think uh, it's maybe it's important to clarify, uh, Andrew, um, what planet this is... Like, what planet did this Leviathan come close to? Because that that might help us feel... Uh, Fortizan, can, Fortizan can be on any planet because they tend to, they tend to, like spread themselves out yeah um they don't like being near a lot of others so they could be anywhere but if you if you tell us what what planet you know this this thing is happening at that would help i think i feel like this is at the planet of the like it's the fortizan's origin planet okay okay so there is a vochant there for some reason yes but that is okay because they they can get around yes um all right and okay jordan uh who are you playing um i guess i will be the um fortizan that can talk to the leviathan okay any other defining characteristics no okay He's a tree person. He is not a uh, he is not a Fortizan concept, but yes. <laughs> if he he's a Fortizan. if you want to have if you want to have my uh, my my race questionnaire up uh, to help you, that is fine. Um, but again, yes, he is not a Fortizan concept, right? All right, Andrew. Um, who are you going to be? I am going to be the the adolescent Leviathan. Okay. All right. Now we go around and reveal thoughts. Um, so my so I am the Leviathan's parent, and this this parent, like most parents, is concerned for its child. Um, <clears throat> it's been looking for um, a while for them maybe even a number of years because i think these things are very long-lived so years could be like hours in the grand scheme of their life um so it's been looking for its child uh who has who has run away from home and it's it's concerned and and worried uh and i think just just has discovered its location um okay demi okay so um before we so pretty much the Fortisan is the only one that knows what the Leviathan is doing because it's the only one that can speak Leviathan. 
Well, we're this is part of what the the scene is trying to discover is that the question is right how uh where is the question? How did Devorazan discover how to communicate with the Leviathan? So that's part of what we're trying to answer um, in the question. Okay. So what is the what is the Leviathan doing right now? Is it just approaching, or is it like already here? Or sorry, just like setting the scene. Yeah, yeah, Andrew, if you wanted to re kind of yeah, so summarize. the the Leviathan, this adolescent Leviathan, has strayed a little bit cl- too close to the planet and has made itself apparent to the Fortisan people on their or- original homeworld. So, yeah, and it has somehow managed to communicate with one of the Fortisan. Okay, all right. Uh, like, where is it exactly? It is in space. Oh, okay. So they can't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I wasn't sure if it was like on the planet or still in space. Okay. Oh, they cannot. They cannot land on the planet. They will. It will kill them. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. So, um. Okay. So, which, I guess, and are we all in the same place, or are we like in different ships around it, or? That is up f- to you to describe. I think because Andrew did not specify. So, if you want to be in a passing ship. Or you could be on the planet for for trading reasons. You know, it's whatever. It's whatever you're... you're... We're just revealing thoughts about your character. They're like, what is that thing? Okay. Um, so, here's her thoughts. Hmm. Wow. Uh, ladies, are you... Are you seeing this thing that is in space? Well, what is it? Let's... Let's get closer to it. So, Vicenti are okay. driving or steering. I guess. What is good space distance? Maybe like, I don't know, like 3,000 feet from it? Like, that's pretty close still. It's like a half a mile from it, but they can see it, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> At a half a mile in space, yeah, you can see a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Okay, um. um. The the uh, Vicenti, okay. um representative is opening like a channel of dialogue. All right, uh, Jordan. Um, I feel like the Fortisan is in the same boat. It's just seen this thing in the sky for the first time, and it's kind of a little bit scared. Okay. And Andrew, this. Um, Leviathan is also, I would say, very scared, uh, cause he's lost, lost their mom and they, uh, are now looking for adults to try to help them find their mom. I uh, need adult. So it is gonna, yeah. So that's, that's what they're doing. Okay. Well, Andrew, you're in charge of the scene, so. All right. Uh, well. I guess I could start. Um, so I'm going to swim my way over to the planet and look down at it and start. I'm going to use a uh, kind of like a clarion call, almost like what a whale would do under the ocean and uh, send out a vibration onto the planet, giving the impression that I am lost no uh, specific words just saying help like a uh, feeling of distress 
to see if anything would respond back. The Fortisan is going to hear this or like feel this rather and um, start looking around and look up to the sky and see the Leviathan and then be like, what the fuck is that? He's just going to keep on doing the same thing. He's like, hello. It's me. <laughs> Sorry, no. The Fortisan's going to like, I assume they communicate with each other sort of telepathically since they're trees i guess is that correct gavin um well that's what we're the that's what the question is well yeah well the question isn't how they communicate with each other it's how they communicate with the leviathan i mean like how a how a fortisan would communicate with another fortisan how a fortisan talks to each other yeah um I think they've got a language, uh, but it is very uh, difficult to to use or to just to uh, uh, speak with uh, human vocal cords. Okay, so the Fortisan's gonna. Yeah, it's kind of like a scraping and and a and a, a moving of bark and stuff. Like imagine that kind of noise. Okay, the Fortisan's gonna call out to other Fortisans to come check out this weird thing in the sky and say, I think it needs help, guys. Um, this, uh, I think with the awareness of life that a Leviathan should have, even at a young age, it has kind of keyed in and focused on this for this singular Fortisan and is making its plea stronger to that single entity saying like hey i know you know who i am who you know who i am um i'm gonna i'm gonna pick up uh and play a secondary character because i feel like we i feel like we should uh anyone can do this by the way uh it's not just a thing that i can do uh because i'm not like a dungeon master or anything i'm gonna play a secondary character uh which is the other fortisan um uh nearby because I feel like that's important. Uh, so there's, they are going to, they're going to kind of approach um, and 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 uh, speak to uh, to the one um, that's calling to them. Like, how can you tell? How can you tell that it needs help? It's just I a don't big, know. It's just a it big just, thing in the sky. I don't know. It just feels that way. It feels like it needs help. Don't you feel it? Uh, a few of them kind of shrug and they're like, no, this is, uh, not quite sure what you're talking about. Is that it a, makes... what kind of ship is that? Do we, do we know? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that configuration before. It makes me feel like I need help. I've never seen anything like it before. I don't know what it is. I think it's alive. In desperation, not getting any results, I'm going to send out a wider call to more of the people standing around the person I've been focusing on saying, help, can you hear me? I think they don't, uh, I think they, these, these, um, other Fortisan can't, uh, can't understand what's, what's being said. They're, they're kind of like, um, they're kind of looking up at it like it's a, some some sort of like weird alarm signal or something like that um the fortisan's mom or, or no fortisan's mom the uh the leviathan's mom 
um, mm-hmm. when it sends the wider signal, hears hears it, uh, and and uh, and approaches um, and says to in you know Leviathan, like child, I am here. The Vachenthi are like hearing the call and are mistaking like the sound as a call to invasion and with the approaching of the leviathan's mother which is an even bigger one they pull away and retreat and uh attempt a uh i guess a counter call uh to try to pacify whatever is going on um however their attempt even though they do their call, it kind of, like, freaks the Leviathan out, um, which causes it to, like, appear endangered. Um, well, you can't tell you can't tell other characters how they feel about things. You can say what you're doing to them, but... Oh, oh. Uh, it's us, it's uh Yeah, Andrew and my choice to tell you how we feel about it. Oh my god, I keep freaking... Okay. Yeah, the Vicenti sent out a, like, counter call to try and pacify I'm not sure what happens. So this is this is like a this Leviathan mom is gonna make a protective stance now. Move in between um, the the child and the Vochinthi ship, um, and like kind of it's got like uh, it's got like frills, and I think like uh, across its the the top of its body, and I think it's gonna like light them up. Um, to appear kind of menacing um, and, and you know, say, like, stay away from my kid. Because <laughs> it thinks you're, like, an enemy. It thinks you're, like, an en- or, or, yeah, another creature uh, that wants to harm its child. Okay, so, the vagina... Oh! Uh, this, this creature! This creature is preparing an attack! Okay, so now the Vachinthi is just freaking out. And she's, like, broadcasting, um, I guess, into space. Like, this creature is preparing an attack! Everyone, defend yourselves! Like, prepare for a a large, menacing, unseen ship! It means to attack! Oh, and then the Vicenti kind of, like, retreat a little bit and start descending into the atmosphere of the planet. I was going to say, I'm going to send another call to the Fortison and say, like, tell that person to go away. <laughs> I don't uh, like them. The Fortisan's going to yell, I can hear you. I can hear you. How do I help? I'm going to say, bad person coming to the, there's a bad person coming to your planet. Make them leave. Bad? Bad what? I don't understand. <laughs> do we see the uh, Vochinthi ship? In entering the atmosphere now? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, probably. Okay, the Vachinti ship lands, and the concerned Vachinti, like, exits the ship. Everyone! I have seen the great creature up close. If that is even what it is to be called. Is it a ship? Is it a monster? We do not know. But those calls mean nothing but violence. And we must prepare... Everyone prepare. No, no, it's not violence. It's a it's a call for help. I think it's some kind of distress signal. A distress signal, you say? 
those calls. Yeah, I can tell it's in trouble. How can you tell? Are you... I can feel it. Feel it? Like, are you able to communicate? I don't know. I'm trying. I can understand some of what it seems to think. Uh, okay. What is it thinking? It's just asking me to help and saying something's bad. I think it wants me to get rid of someone bad. Someone bad. Hmm. I did... Wait. Could it be referring to me and my people? We did try to pacify it with our calls as we heard theirs. We may have mistaken it as an aggressive act, but maybe we were the aggressors. I think you scared it. Well, in all honesty, it scared us too. Maybe this was just terrible miscommunication. Um, if you can interact with this creature, please let it know that we mean it no harm. Uh, so I'm just gonna yell. They're not bad, they were just scared. Has it responded? Not yet. Mom, can you make the scary person go away? I like the other I like the other guy. I think the... Well... The mom can't do anything now because the ship is on planet. Oh, um, I guess that's fair. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, do we want to like pause the scene and like discuss yeah. it for a second? Because I think that we might yeah. be fishtailing. Um, yes, I think you're right. I mean, I kind of feel like just the simplest question of how they communicate with the leviathans has kind of been answered answered. yeah sure sure um i yeah i think that that's fair fair to say um Mm. i was kind of trying i was kind of getting at with the other fortisan i um not being able to understand it i think that there's like a like a disconnect there's like a um a certain it takes a certain kind uh, 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 to to communicate, so not every Fortisan is capable of it. Yeah, um, I was getting the same idea yeah. from you. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and I also think I also think I I I didn't have the I didn't have the adult Leviathan um inter or like respond to the Fortisan at all because I think that you have to like the Leviathan has to like choose be the bond. young. Or or yeah, choose to bond would be great. Like if there's a if there's a bond associated, it's like you know, one leviathan and one fortisan can form a bond. That would be fine. Um, I think that answers the question. Yeah. I was kind of thinking you were going to kill two birds with one stone, Demi, and have the uh, Vojinthi attack. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to do. That's, that's, what, see, that, that's what I was planning on doing, but then I was like, no, I guess maybe I shouldn't just go attacking babies. And I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah, because we're like, we were, I was like, like, I was going to like try, yeah.
I just like yeah, I chickened out at the last second, but I was totally preparing to attack that thing. That's that's okay. I I, I felt I felt the I felt the change in in tone, and I was like, ah, don't. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I was about to go for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. I was like, should I just be? We can always me? assume. We can always assume as historians that not every interaction went so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We could also we could also make a uh, make an executive decision right now that um, the Fortisan homeworld and the Vocinthi homeworld are close to each other, which would ca- which would kind of convey that like the their but based because of their proximity, um, you know, Fortisan had good relationships with the Leviathans because of their ab- ability to bond with them, and v- v- uh, Vocinthi had bad. Uh, interactions on the on the whole because they couldn't right and 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 i also like i wanted to kind of like throw in there that like part of the reasons that they're like terrible relationship with the leviathan is because they're like they're both like i guess like it seems like the leviathan create like communicate with like sounds and calls as well and um like the Vachinthi and Leviathan, their calls confuse each other. So, like, oh, okay. they don't like yeah. react well to each other's form of communication. So, do we want to before we before we end for the evening? Um, do we want to uh, change your uh, event? Sentient biological spaceships begin to attack Vachinthi fleet for unknown reasons. To Sentient biological species began to attack Vonchithi fleet because of miscommunication. Uh, yes, let's do that. Because um, we kind of like, we kind of like got a, re- you know. Yeah, uh, like. Kind of got the answer to it, I guess, through. We didn't play out, we didn't play out a scene, but uh, we kind of, in this scene, sort of came to the consensus. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that that's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, that's perfect. Okay.